Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hi, everyone. It's Jordan. Hello, and Daniel. And <laughs> this week, we can guarantee you that we are not going to have another 40 plus minute episode. It was great. We were happy to have the, uh, Johnny J and Hannah on. Very, very happy to have them on. We just had a lot more stuff on that episode than we normally do. But uh, we, this week, we are going to be just talking about what, I guess we can describe it, what's changed yeah. at Disneyland. People at work and friends and stuff always ask, so I haven't been to Disneyland in seven years. What's changed? I've even had people say, like, I haven't been there in 20 years. I've had a lot's different. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to be focusing probably, like, in the last few years. But just kind of talking about, like, just in brief, what's really changed and what you can expect to see that's very different or that you have to make sure that you understand what we're talking about. For some of these things, we've done episodes on it in the past, and so it can just be as simple as going back and listening to other episodes. For other things, this could be like, hey... I need to look this up and understand what's going on and um, make sure that I understand what I'm getting into before I get there. Uh, So that's going to be the main thing that we'll be talking about. Uh, Before we get there, we do have a new review. Yes, we do. It is from Dharma Mom. It says, best Disneyland podcast, dot, dot, dot. Thank you helping plan helping me plan my upcoming trip for my granddaughter's birthday. I haven't been to Disneyland in over 5 years and it seems like everything has changed. Your podcast episode are getting me up to date on Disneyland's new logistics, Genie Plus, Magic Bands, reservation system, and the new attractions. Your podcast is a pleasant, easy listen. So glad I found it. Thanks again. Thank you. And maybe this episode will be even more applicable for you. Hopefully. <laughs> Was this a little bit of inspiration? Maybe. Uh, if you haven't yet done so, just another reminder to uh, go and leave us a rating on either Apple, Spotify, or Audible. And if you are feeling very generous and have a little bit of extra time, then uh, you can leave us a review on Apple. And we really appreciate it. It helps us out a great deal. So thanks to everyone who's already done that. We really, really love it. Oh, I almost forgot to mention this. Our episodes, episodes. I have a lot of people that reach out all the time with suggestions on episodes, and I'm not always the best at replying to let the people know that I've seen them. I do see them, uh, and sometimes it just takes us some time to figure out, like, how are we going to be able to approach that, or sometimes it's like, oh, that's not an area of expertise, so we have to, like, figure out how to how to deliver on that. We do love when people give us suggestions because it helps us know what you're really hoping to hear. So please know we hear you, we see you, (laughs) we're working on it. Now, in terms of news for this week, it's slow news week. Slow news week. Interestingly. But I think that only makes sense when you dump everything all at once. You're going to have some time where there's not much going on. Uh, The biggest news is something that just came um, down the pipe, and it... Was it something? It was about Indiana Jones. We announced this a while ago, and then Disney was like, "Oh, never mind. We're not doing that." Yeah, because it was the date that they'd put as uh, the, the for the refurbishment schedule, and then that was back on. But then they rescinded that. But now that evidently is the date. So uh, Indiana Jones Adventure is opening on March seventeenth, which is Friday, this Friday. So hooray! <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be back open. It'll be closed. It was closed for about two months. 
I think just a little over two months. Yeah. So hopefully in that time they have everything fixed. Maybe the snake will actually move. I hope so. <laughs> hopefully the boulder room does things moves. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's not just more disco ball like disco yeti in Disney World. <laughs> well, even then you just sit there because the room didn't even move. Yeah. Um, and then there's all the fog effects were not working either. Everything that involved fog. So hopefully they took this time to make sure everything's nice and working properly again. Maybe, maybe they'll make the Indiana Jones uh, guy at the end actually look like Indiana Jones. No, I don't think they're, they're not magicians. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been closed for a while, but now it looks like it's going to be finally back open. So if you were going relatively soon and you were worried that it was going to be gone while you were there, good news, it's going to be back. So yay. Really, really positive news. I was surprised to hear that. Yay. Uh, the only other thing that kind of applies to Disney parks, but you just have to give me a second to understand um, exactly how this applies. There is a, I was going to say, it's a conference. Let's just term it that way, like a convention uh, that you may or may not have heard of. It's in Texas, I believe, uh, called the South by Southwest uh, convention. It's always a like technology thing. And as if I understand correctly, Disney Imagineering has never really presented at South by Southwest before. This t- year they did. And the reason this applies to Disneyland is just kind of in general parks news. You may have seen some of these things floating by and, and wondering what they are. They presented things that it seems like they're testing out some new technologies potentially to use for future guest meet and greets in the parks. On the first one, they termed it a quote-unquote life-size Tinkerbell meet-and-greet, which is basically like one of those little screen projections that they put in um, inside a little lantern, like what Tinkerbell usually stands in. And when you look in it, there is a little video projection of a person playing Tinkerbell. If I understand correctly, it is like a live feed of a person playing Tinkerbell, and then they would be able to interact in real time with the guests. And so they would feel like they're actually meeting the quote-unquote life-size Tinkerbell when they go meet her. So that'd be kind of cute. And there was also a robot, a little tiny robot that they built, and they just showed a prototype of it, which just means that they were, they're working on it, and they just want to showcase what they have found it can do. And found, it makes it sound like they discovered it (laughs) in the wild. (laughs) Look at what this robot can do. Um, It can, it's on roller skates, and then it can tuck, it can roll, like do a somersault, and then it can pick itself back up when it falls. So um, that's actually, I don't really know what they're planning on using that for, but it's just, it just seems like they could do something with that for a meet and greet or like a area character in the parks at some point. So they didn't give a lot of information. They were just saying, here's something we're working on. It's really cool looking. So Is it for Tuk-Tuk from... I don't think Ryan it's the last dragon. It definitely was not in any way the right dimensions for that. But, oh man. But yeah. Just something to it that you may have seen online if you're wondering what that is and just what how or why Disney Parks people were sharing it, that's why. Sounds cool. That's the news for this week. That is all. That is all. End of episode. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so since this week we want to talk about what's changed. As I mentioned before, we have like a list of things. We're not going to go into great depth about each of them. Just kind of talk about what, like, how it's changed or like why it's something that you need to be aware of. Just because we get so many people ask us about this all the time. Like, what's different? What do I need to know about? Well, here's just a short list 
of things, and this isn't exhaustive. And if you haven't been there in longer than five or six years, there's a lot more on this list. Yeah, if you weren't there, or if you were there like 25 years ago, there's another park now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a large parking lot just to the south of Disneyland. <laughs> and there's a downtown Disney district and everything. So this is just like we're focusing on the last few years. Like say you haven't been since like 2015 or something like that. Right around that time frame is what we're focusing on. And just giving a brief overview about what's changed, why that's noteworthy, and just so that you can make sure, do I know what they're talking about? So um, the number thing you asked me to put down, number one, (laughs) the prices. Yeah. If you haven't been in a few years, whether it's inflation or Disney's wanting money or what, but it is definitely more expensive than it used to be. Um, Currently, as of this recording... You can um, get a one-day ticket from $104, depending on... So there's different times of year that are uh, different tiers, so you have to kind of check on that. Um, You can find that calendar online. Yeah. The more days you get, the cheaper it is per day. So if you get a five-day ticket, it can be as low as $83 a day. That's always been Disney's thing, where if you go for longer days, um, you can save some money. It's definitely not as many days offered as a Disney World where you can do like a 10-day day. Yeah, it's crazy. For 12 cents a day or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's, it, it's definitely more expensive. Uh, you can save some money going to certain times of the year. So kind of just go through that. Or if you like had, I don't know, like a discount code or yeah, a link to something to somebody. If you, if you had inside knowledge with awesome yeah, people like us. <laughs> hmm, where could you find that? Um, and also there is not a annual pass anymore. That's well, it's not called that. It's called the magic key program and there's different tiers, uh, depending on, it uh, in the ba- very very basics it operates the same except that it uses the park pass system or park reservation system which yeah. is another thing that we're going to talk about but but it's not if you if you say the annual pass they'll if you break it down it's kind of the same thing it's kind of the same so just like in the basics so people are like it's not the same it's like no it is not one hundred percent the same but the idea is the same yes <laughs> uh, speaking of prices I don't know if you knew this but um, in his earnings call or in the investor call. Last, I think it was last week, Bob Iger was kind of, he kind of indicated that he feels like maybe their pricing is a little too aggressive hmm. on things. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Yes, he yes. is. <laughs> yes, it is a little aggressive. Especially if you pay for Genie Plus, which we'll talk about in a second. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's a sign for things. Hopefully. Dear Mr. Iger. Yes. Please. Please just like, maybe this year, let's not raise prices. And don't fire 7,000 people, which is what I saw online too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Who knows what it'll it's, be. It's all things. I don't understand business that much. Anyway, uh, we mentioned it already. Biggest, one of the biggest changes, I think, is the fact that now you have to make reservations to visit the parks. So the park reservation system. Yeah. So a lot of my friends, they'll say like, I'm got, we got a Disneyland trip coming up. Is there anything I need to know right now? And I'm like, first, did you buy the tickets? Yes. Did, next, did you see that there's park reservations? Yes. So what that is, um, you have to say where you're going to start your day at. If it's if you just buy the non-park hopper tickets, then it's where you're going to be at. But you have to have that. If you have not planned that in advance online when you buy the ticket, you won't be admitted. I mean, they, they may still have some open that day and then you'd be you'd luck out, but you have to plan this when you buy them. Yeah. You, there's no more just showing up. Buying a ticket at the turnstile? Or, and or just that. expecting to go in the gates. 
they can, they might be able to do that depending on what reservations they have available, but it is not a guarantee. Yeah, you'll notice that the ticket booths out there are a lot less busy, and there's not as many cast members doing it because it's just not a, not the way to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, and we see it happen all the time at the gates that people try to enter and they're told you don't have a reservation, even when they say you don't have a reservation for this park today. And then they're like, but I have a park hopper. And they say, I know you might have a park hopper, but it's not park hopping time yet. Or you have to go start in that other park first and then come over. Park reservations. Just make sure. Yeah. Because when you, you bought those. park hopper a few years ago, um, it was just that you wanted that option of later going somewhere where start different from where you started your day, but now you have to say where you're going. Thankfully now, as of this recording, you can switch over to 11. It used to be one. So that's something. It is something. But even if you show up later in the day after park hopping hours have started, yep, you have to start at where you said, yes, if you got a park reservation for California adventure, you have to start in DCA, then you can park hop. And we can foresee that this is probably the the new thing. So I see it lasting a very long time. That is not a guarantee. It is just my thought, but so park reservations, make sure that you get them. As soon as you have decided when you're going to go look at those park reservation calendars online and make your reservation. Uh, we have talked at length about the next one in the past episodes, genie plus. Yeah. So there's the fact that there's on, uh, their app, um, you, you'd used to, if you wanted the app before, it was like, oh, that's that's helpful. There's a lot of information, but you really do need the app now, especially if you or yeah, if you want to use Genie Plus. So it's just the Disneyland app on any smartphone. It's um, become invaluable. You absolutely need to get that app before you could make your way around without it. Now you need it. Yeah. So um, you could. They have the thing, the Genie uh, that lets it kind of recommends things for you. Don't bother with it. It's it, pointless. Yeah, it's kind of pointless. Um, but yeah, if you want to do Genie Plus, you can pay for this in advance. So it's a service um, that uh, you can ride any of the ones that used to be fast passes. So that's what's changed uh, once, <laughs> once per day. Um, and you, it, it essentially, you do the you book that on the app. Um, and then, yeah, you can go and use it. And then after you use it, you do the next one. Basically, it's like what took over from FastPass. So if you're used to the free FastPass system, unfortunately, that's no longer there. So think of it, if you are familiar with the MaxPass system, it's more, it's kind of closely related to that, except, that, yeah, there's more restrictions. Yeah. Um, and it's more expensive. <laughs> um, and not all Lightning Lanes are included in Genie+. Plus. But that's that's just that's how it is. Yeah, just kind of so, in general to look out for that. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of rides at each park that you have to pay even more for. So surprise. But that, <laughs> in a nutshell, that's Genie Plus. But we've had whole episodes on Genie Plus. We talk about it a lot. But just know that fast passes, thing of the past, don't exist anymore. So unfortunately, nutshell. They roll off the tongue. <laughs> it's a better name, <laughs> but whatever. It's just how it is. <laughs> Um, there are a couple of new major lands <laughs> that have opened yeah. one in each park <laughs> that you just need to make sure that you're aware that they're even there. Galaxy, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland and Avengers Campus and anything themed Avenger, Avengers now <laughs> over in California Adventure. Yeah. So if you've loved the Tower of Terror, you'll have to go to Florida <laughs> or Paris, right? Yeah. <laughs> For that. Um, so it's switched over to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, same ride technology, but yeah, with so they got rid of um, 
Bugs Land and switched over to to Avengers. Uh, right now, there's two attractions in Avengers Campus, soon to be a third. Um, so it's a little less uh, stuff for the little kids like it used to be in Bugs yeah. Land. But Unless they really, really love Marvel characters. Yeah. There's a ton of Marvel characters. Yes. Yeah. That is one cool thing is that you walk around and you see like five Marvel characters within mm-hmm. a few minutes. If you're not really caught up with the latest films or television series, there might be some that you're confused who they are, <laughs> but they are really, really quick at adding those characters into Avengers Campus. Or the strange anachronisms like <laughs> having Gamora there when she's clearly dead. <laughs> Apparently they consider the theme park universe different than the cinematic yeah. universe. So they can all exist. I think they said it's because it's in a multiverse state. And so they can all be there at the same time. Um, anyway, paradise pier switched over to Pixar pier. It's all Pixar themed, which is really cool. You just skimmed right over galaxy's edge. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> star Wars. If you're a big like, star Wars fan, we have a whole episode on that. Um, we had a whole episode on Star Wars Nights. I thought it was for the Star Wars. Oh yeah, fan. we did. Yeah, we did for the yeah. Look but, that up. <laughs> yeah, so look that up. There's two amazing rides. A whole bunch of it's just awesome theming. If you like yeah. Star Wars in any way, you'll you feel like you're in the movie. So and just so you know, you do not have to be a big fan of Star Wars to really really enjoy Rise of the Resistance. No, it's just a really amazing experience. It's just a fun ride. Period. If you even have like the slightest knowledge of what a Star Wars movie is like you have enough knowledge to really enjoy Rise of the Resistance. Oh, I forgot of something. I just thought of something. Uh, the Disney uses these things called virtual cues. Right now, as of this recording, it's only for World of Color, which is the yeah. water show. Uh, if there is going to be a new attraction at some point in the next couple of years, just watch for that. You'll ha- it's, so you go on the app, and you uh, it's a free service, but you have to join this queue thing to be able to You'll get find out, just line, kind so. of be aware that it's there. Yeah. And so if someone says there's, you have to join the virtual queue. I, I, I debated whether or not to include it, but yeah, because it's only available in world of color. Yeah, just be aware. It's, it, it's a thing. It's not, I don't think it's the biggest deal right now. Um, there are a whole bunch, just in general, there's a whole bunch of new shows and attractions. Um, where we don't necessarily have to go yeah, through like, the lot, details but... of all of them, but you know, we've got like Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, uh, we mentioned Rise of the Resistance, uh, Incredicoaster, which I would count as new, Web Slingers, uh, Magic Happens, Wondrous Journeys, World of Color 1. World of Color, if you haven't been there in yeah. a, quite some time. <laughs> yeah, and, and California Adventure, there's a water projection show that's amazing. So, you know, Just know, yes, there's a lot of new attractions. So if you're like going around and someone looks at you strange, if you're asking like which way to get to such and such ride that closed <laughs> like eight years ago... <laughs> Um, then just note that that's why they're looking at you strange. Or if you're like, what the heck is this web slingers thing that they're talking about? And new I, rides, new I swear maybe it was just me and, uh, trying to get around the parks in like the late nineties and mid two thousands and stuff. There's not a parade every 20 minutes like there used to be. <laughs> no, no, they don't have, I think when they have a daytime parade, they like to just try to have it twice. Yep. So that's, that's another upside, I think, <laughs> uh, to Disneyland. Uh, the next thing, it is kind of a minor thing at Disneyland, is magic bands are a thing now. This is within the last, what was it, just a few months. Oh, yeah. Just the last few months. I mean, months. Disney World's used them for a while, if you've been there. Um, it does work differently at Disneyland. Yes. So it's only Magic Band Plus. There are these new things that light up and interact. and You so. might see people wearing these odd little bracelet things. I heard a lot of people call them like wristbands or bracelets or watches. Yeah, right. There's, it's not a watch. It doesn't like tell you the time or stuff. But It's, it's just an interactive 
a feature. Yeah, and we so we're at Disney World right now, actually, and we were just at Animal Kingdom all day. And Disneyland does more with the yeah, which is Animal Kingdom, which is kind of interesting. Ours only lit up once in one area, and yeah, so that like depending on where you're at in the park and at the end of rides, you'll notice that it'll kind of vibrate and light up. There's things that you can interact with with your Magic Band Plus that makes things occur depending if you move your hand a certain way. Uh, yeah, they, we had a, we had a whole episode on it. If you want to yeah. do the nitty gritty, but it's they're 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 cool. Like you don't have to have them by any way. Not means. in any way, shape, or form do you have to. And they're a little expensive, but they they're cool. So if you see people with them, and they can be handy depending on if you're using Genie Plus a lot or if you uh, just don't want to pull out your app to scan your. Um, ticket. That's the word I'm looking for. Your <laughs> admission <laughs> ticket. Um, last thing to really bring up, I'm glad that you thought about this, was that Disneyland is kind of moving away from fireworks every night in lieu of projection shows. I've pointed this out before in previous episodes that uh, they don't really seem to want to call them the fireworks shows at Disneyland fireworks shows anymore. They tend to just call them um, nighttime spectaculars, and then they'll even say, so on select nights, you'll be able to see these nighttime spectaculars with fireworks. I mean, obviously, Disney Disney parks and fireworks are so intertwined in people's minds. Um, they have like merchandise that features them, and just, you just think about that as a as the what the kiss to end of the night or whatever. A the, good night kiss. Good night kiss. Um, and they're cool. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love fireworks. I love thing. I love going to like Fourth of July things around our home area. Um, I don't know the ex- all the exact reasons. I'm thinking partially. I, I talk to people from the Anaheim area, and they they hate fireworks because imagine living there every night. <laughs> um, so right now they're doing them just on weekends, um, and so I don't know if that's kind of uh, catering to those who opposed them for so long. They are very expensive. I'm sure that money has a lot to do with um, that. They're not environmentally friendly. Uh, although, funny, when we were on the Disney cruise last time, the Disney cruise always Disney uses cruise ones biodegradable. It uses, it's fish food. That is yeah. so amazing. Like, <laughs> But then also in California anymore, the weather is, seems to be changing so much yeah. that it's like you're never... So often they have to cancel the fireworks anyway because of winds. Seriously, over the last year, we have been, we go every month or two. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. Uh, and it's random too. Like the day will be pretty and then it comes night and there's a little bit of a wind down low. But if you look at the trees, they're like crazily swaying. And when you're waiting for what they you'd hope would be the fireworks shows, they, you could see they could, they put up these balloons and they don't go straight up. They go like way the crap far away and that's them testing. And then they often say, you know, the fireworks shows cancel, which is a disappointment when you're expecting it. Um, but honestly, the new, um, wondrous journey, new wondrous journey show at night at Disneyland, I have talked up so much to my friends and I said, you have to see this. It's so good. And we, we haven't even seen it with fireworks. Both times we watched it in our last trip, we only watched it with projections cause it was during the week. So I mean, it, it wasn't even an option to watch it with fireworks yeah, and it was amazing. Disney does they do fireworks amazingly. They buy the weirdest ones with like, they'll do like a square or a cube in the sky or a Mickey mouse or stuff like this. So don't get me wrong. I love fireworks, but you don't need them for this. Um, they, they took kind of the, the wheelhouse of the, the Walt Disney world the, at magic kingdom and Walt Disney world. 
um, the, they got the projections right, and it, they have done it perfectly at Disneyland. So There's so much to see without the fireworks. So even if you're going, and it says it's supposed to be with fireworks, and they say we're not going to be having with the fireworks, they generally speaking do not cancel the show. They just say we'll be doing it without fireworks tonight. And please don't take that as a, well, then why am I even staying? Stay. It's worth it. it. Even if they're like, we're going to present Mickey's Mixed Magic without fireworks. It's still a fun show, even without the fireworks. So this is, it's just something to be aware of. Don't like take it as a, this is such a downer. I really wanted to see the fireworks. It may not have fireworks. That's okay. Yeah. And whatever reason they thought of, like, we're not going to be doing fireworks as much anymore. They have done so much thinking and so much Imagineering to make it a special, amazing moment for your night, and it will be. You will cry with Wonder's <laughs> Journeys. It was so, totally 100% worth it, and we never did see any fireworks. I, of course, we've said in our prior episode we prefer being on Main Street, but even if, if you want, really want to be by the castle, you will be blown away. So It's so cool. Just do it and do it multiple nights. Maybe even try it a couple of different spots. <laughs> but but yeah, that's why if you say fireworks, sometimes I cast my writing, but oh, there's no fireworks tonight. Yeah. Don't get disappointed. It's, it's well, fine. And it, it's, when it's planned, it's during the weekdays mm-hmm. and it says there's no fireworks. There's not that like massive it, yeah. disappointment yell and like... Or if you're expecting... Yeah, that, this is the biggest thing I think to take away as well is that uh, if it doesn't say with fireworks... There's not going to be yeah, fireworks. Yeah, it's just projections. I think it says with projections instead. I think so, I but like, just know that even if it just doesn't specify whether or not there's fireworks, there's not going to be fireworks. It will specify but don't worry. if there are fireworks. But don't take it as a, well, then there's no point to stick around. And Still stick around and watch it. Like you were saying with World of Color, there's no fireworks with World of Color, but it's still amazing. So, And they've improved it now with World of Color 1. So, The projections oh. are amazing. Yes. So sorry, we spend a lot of time talking about like projections versus fireworks. No, but that's but it's, it's, it's a, it's a big thing, thing that Disney has changed, and don't be alarmed. And I think that's kind of going to be their thing going forward. They're probably going to update with different things, but I think they're focusing on that. And with new technology, with HD, with laser technology, it they are doing an amazing job. Yes, um, that's the list that we decided that we wanted to share. This is not, obviously this is not exhaustive. And again, we were focusing on people who haven't been in maybe the last five or six years, right? or even as far back as maybe 2015. Um, if we go back further than that, there is even more. Like if you haven't Lots. been here since 9-11, there's such a thing as security <laughs> now. Yeah, so, <laughs> honestly. So I mean, if you keep going back, there's even more to talk about. Or like, hey, here's how they're changing downtown Disney. <laughs> They or, did improve security now. It's, there's, it's easier. So. Yeah, depending <laughs> on when you were last there, maybe security is working easier now. It, it, it mostly to. works now. So, uh, <laughs> no temperature checks during COVID. Oh, geez. <laughs> so these are all, there's so many things. And if there's something that you're wondering about that we haven't really covered, I mean, you can always reach out to us, Facebook or Instagram, at Disney on Forever. The tag, tag, tag. Is in the, um, the tag, tag, tag is in the, in the, was, in the description, description, description. <laughs> uh, old reference. Anyway, uh, so you can send us a DM or a mess or other message on through social media and we will do our best to answer you and help you understand. But these are just some of the basic things that you need to just know before you go check off to make sure that you're like, yes, I knew about that. Yes, I did. And if we just talked about all these things and you're like, yes, I knew about all those ones. Congratulations. I think you're good. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And don't hesitate to ask a cast member. They're everywhere. They, they love answering questions. They're so helpful. Call if you need, uh, 
you know, use the app. They have the chat with a cast member part of the app. You so. can, yes. Be prepared. So everything's there at your disposal to help you out. Um, we already did mention if you are still thinking about planning your trip, uh, you can and want to save a little bit of that money so it's not so expensive. We have our uh, link to our friends at Getaway Today in the description of the podcast. Uh, they can save you a lot of money. They have a lot of good specials going on right now, especially like you can get an extra day free in the parks if you go a certain amount of days. It also helps us out without changing your price, which is great. And you already mentioned leaving a rating or review on different platforms. It could be so great and helpful. And I feel like there's a whole bunch of stuff that I am now forgetting <laughs> to say. <laughs> Follow us on things. Follow. Oh, and subscribe to Follow the podcast so that you get automatic updates when they drop. And I think... I think that's about it. But, uh, yeah. Peace out from Saratoga Springs Resort in Walt Disney World, Florida. Where so it's if, been cold today. <laughs> oddly. And if you heard the things in the background, like, what is that noise? Really loud hallways. It's, <laughs> it's outdoor echoey at Saratoga Springs. <laughs> it's very interesting. The rooms are really nice, but the hallways are as hospital-like as you could possibly get. So it's very weird. Anyway, uh, yeah. I think... Yay. Okay. Bye. We'll see you guys. Bye.